A lot of people that are going to be going away this summer and spending some time in the great outdoors, and I get it. It's a great thing to do, but you have to be aware of the potential danger if you are uh, in an area that has ticks, and ticks are all over the place now. Lyme-infected ticks are the ones you should be worried about, and they are so common now in parts of Canada that testing is no longer done. So they used to send away the tick and, you know, test you later for, you know, the, the Lyme antibody, and then they would start to treat. But in Ottawa, with more than two-thirds of the ticks tested in some neighborhoods carrying the bacteria that causes Lyme disease, the public health unit said they no longer bothered to test ticks at all. They're not doing it. They said that there's a threshold hold once you know that more than 20% of ticks in your area carry Lyme disease bacteria, then we don't need to check in on that. Now uh, that is what we call an at-risk area. Somebody keep in mind if you're going to Ottawa this summer. means if a tick's found on a person and it's believed to have been there for more than 24 hours, then the patient should get antibiotics right away to prevent Lyme infection, even without testing of the tick. I want to find out if the same thing is being uh, implemented here. Dr. Christine Navarro joins us. She's Toronto's Associate Medical Officer of Health. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi there. Thank you for having me. So you no doubt know about what they're doing in Ottawa. They are finding that more than two-thirds of ticks tested in some neighborhoods carry the Lyme bacteria. So um, what are we doing here in Toronto? So here in Toronto, I should preface this by saying there's two types of tick surveillance. So there's the passive tick surveillance where people bring it into a health unit and it gets tested just for surveillance purposes, not to decide on treatment. And then the second type is active surveillance, so dragging of ticks. So in Toronto, we do dragging of tick-suitable habitats as well as passive surveillance. So people can bring in ticks um, for identification at our public health unit. Now, if the tick is brought from an area where we know that black-legged tick population is established, we can provide identification, but uh, similar to what they're saying in Ottawa, um, it's not necessary for that to be sent further on for testing. Why is that? Because we're finding out that there are a high rate of ticks that are actually coming back positive for carrying the Lyme disease? Yeah, the purpose of public, uh, sorry, passive surveillance is to help us to know where there are new areas where ticks are found. So once we know that it's established in an area and we feel pretty confident about that they've been found there in spring and fall, if they've been found in uh, different parts of their life cycle, we know that area is established and we let people know about that uh, through social media, traditional media, um, and that's, those are places where people should be taking precautions to protect themselves from tick bites. It's the spread of ticks and black-legged ticks and Lyme disease or the bacteria that causes Lyme disease that we really need to monitor um, and pass surveillance really helps gives us give us that information you know they were talking about how ticks uh, there's a threshold one fifth of black-legged ticks in Ottawa came back positive for Lyme what are we finding here in Toronto so in parts of Toronto where black-legged tick populations are established so those are eastern Ontario so sort of around uh, sorry eastern Toronto so around Rouge Valley um, we have seen over the last five years an increasing number of black-legged ticks and an increasing proportion of those ticks that are infected with the uh, bacteria that can cause Lyme disease, um, uh, exceeding that 20% threshold. So now a person, um, if a person finds a tick um, on themselves um, that they've acquired from that part of Toronto, Mm -hmm. they can certainly bring it in for identification. 
but we don't need to submit it for surveillance because we expect ticks from these areas. They should see their doctor, as you mentioned earlier, so that uh, to discuss uh, whether or not antibiotic prophylaxis is necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go um, with it's necessary, but that's just my, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I do know someone very close to me mm-hmm. that didn't see the tick on them, spent a lot of time in agony and pain, and then after tested positive for that uh, Lyme disease. And I'm telling you, it is a horrible, horrible disease. It leaves um, no system in your body untouched. It has the ability to do some serious damage and even cause death. Yeah, and that's why it's important for people to take precautions to know where uh, black-legged ticks can be found, um, to make sure they wear a DEET or a Cardin. When they come back from these areas, take a shower when you get home, do a tick check, check all of the nooks and crannies. And if you see a tick on you, um, and they can range from the size of a period at the end of a sentence to the size of a pea, remove it immediately. And you have to remove it carefully. I mean, you can go online and see how to remove it uh, safely, but if you pull the tick out and you do it wrong, you can snap the head off, which is burrowed into your body. And I understand it takes 24 hours before the bacteria in the tick's gut moves to its salivary glands. So depending on how long it's been in there, it can transfer Lyme disease to you if it, it does indeed have Lyme. Not all ticks have Lyme, that's but, right. but you don't want to mess around with Lyme. That's right. So if you find a tick on you, you take a pair of fine tip tweezers, you just put it as close to the, to the skin as possible, pull away firmly and gently. If you want to bring it into the health unit for identification, you can put it in like a pill jar or a Ziploc bag and bring it in. Or uh, people can also send it a picture of it to etic.ca. That's a new um, program in, in Ontario and some other provinces for photo identification. Doctor, uh, do we know how many people are being diagnosed with Lyme disease in uh, the GTA? Well, in Toronto, we don't have as many cases as what's been seen in eastern Ontario. Overall, um, in Ontario, there has been a a significant increase over the last several years. Um, In 2017, uh, we did have 78 cases uh, reported to Toronto Public Health. In 2018, we had 48 cases we are seeing a slightly greater proportion of people who may be acquiring it from Toronto and usually from Eastern Toronto, as I mentioned earlier, um, but a lot of the cases are still acquired from other parts of uh, Ontario, like Eastern Ontario, people cottaging and camping. So definitely know where black-legged tick populations are found and take precautions when you go. And, and apparently they like long grass. That's right. So wooded and bushy areas. So uh, if you're spending time in any of those areas, you can wear long sleeves, um, pants, in addition to wearing um, insect repellent. Have you heard anything about the um, Lone Star tick that we're hearing they're finding out in Waterloo? This is the tick that, bite, if it bites you, can infect you um, with, I, I guess, it, I don't know if it's a bacteria, but it, it makes you allergic to red meat. Yes, so Public Health Ontario has looked at all of the ticks that have been submitted to the public health lab, and they have not found any evidence of the Lone Star tick being um, uh, established in any part of Ontario. Um, It is something that we can continue to monitor through our surveillance programs, and if we do identify a Lone Star tick, then that definitely gets sent on to the lab for identification and testing. Dr. Navarro, I want to thank you for your time. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you very much. Cheers. That is uh, Dr. Christine Navarro. She is Toronto's Associate Medical Officer of Health, and I have to tell you, it seems like a 
it's such a small, insignificant little uh, insect, the tick. But if it is infected with Lyme, this is just my own personal opinion from knowing people that have been infected and are dealing with the ramifications of what is now chronic Lyme. Get yourself into your doctor right away. And I mean, it's like a course of antibiotics. And I would be very firm about getting that because you do not want to mess around with Lyme.